Hello and welcome to Australian Transformers Weekly. This week, not bringing you Transformers news from around the world, but instead something special. Before we record our 200th episode, I'm going to be taking you for a little stroll back at the last 100 episodes of ATW. No, we're not going to be visiting them all, but I've uh, picked out some stuff to take us down memory lane. In this episode, we'll be looking back on a lamp to light our darkest hour, question mark, DX9 Dutch and collecting smaller figures, and we also go back and have a look at all the hilarity that was Titan Returns Volcanus. All that and more coming up after this. stop tonight we go all the way back to episode 101 we just relaunched the podcast after the first 100 episodes off, off the shelf with all the hoo-ha currently over the Haslab unicron two years ago another unicron was piquing our interest we're going to move on to possibly the uh oh, brad, God. brad brad likes to throw in brad likes to throw in statues and uh statues and this is a statue. It's just a lamp. I'm, I'm assuming you put this one in, Brad. This is the <laughs> this is the Generation One Unicron lamp. This guy actually looks amazing. He's, we, he's a we table got, lamp. He's got lights all over the place. And what was the price that you found for importing it? Uh, my PC doing it for 800 shipped. Um, we couldn't do it for cheaper. So PC is your your goal, your place by, to get this. By, by PC, you do, of course, mean premium collectibles. Premium, yes, sorry, premium collectibles. Um, yeah, 72 L, light-up LEDs. And it even comes with, a, comes with a free Rodimus Prime you can burn if you'd like to. Yep. Um, plugs in the wall, not battery-powered because batteries would not power this thing for more than an hour. Um, oh, I don't know about that. They're just LEDs, but whatever. Yeah, we um, it's a, it's we, we've a, seen it, it, it's a lamp. Of course, it plugs into the wall. Yeah, we've seen production images of this before, and these are in-hand images. I wish there was at least one shot with the lights off. Hell, that looks great! In, oh wow! Yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I'm. I'm turn, turn yeah, the bedroom light off. Like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I just, I, I just love the base. Like he's standing on Cybertron. And it's in flames. It's just, it's awesome. I've got a sneaking suspicion that, you know, this was made by someone who just wanted to do a Unicron statue, but they could only get a license (laughs) to do a lamp. So they just put a shit ton of LEDs on it. Maybe. Uh, You know what I think is funny, actually? You said he's standing on Cybertron and it's in flames. Mm. Wouldn't the flames actually make sense to light up? Yeah. That's more LEDs. (laughs) LEDs are not expensive. I'm just going to point that out. Also, yeah, I know. I also know. it's kind of weird. He's got a Decepticon logo on his base, but whatever. But even even if he transformed, as long as those wires were hidden, you could still get this whole light-up feature in a so, transform. So speaking of him transforming, when we saw this originally a couple of months ago, wasn't there also a second version that was actually in planet mode? Mm-hmm. Yes. Where's that? Yes, there was that. I don't know. That that must be the second run. It hasn't been announced yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we get this crappy hot rod <laughs> that comes with it. That uh, I, 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 I really that do detail. like. I really do like that. Yeah. Look, you know, if I'm honest, yeah. I could probably do with the panels not actually being lined in black. I could do with them being sort of a darker version of their main texture. I feel like mm. the black brings out a little too much in it. But um, yeah, fair enough. It's a, yeah. The panel lining's just sort of. It goes a bit too far because he's got nice little subtle shading going out from those lines mm-hmm. in addition to those panel lines. So he could do without that and still look really nice. Yeah. Yeah. Anyone buying this guy? Anyone got more money than God? No. <laughs> All right. Next, we fast forward to an article posted in the lead up to the last night. And we get some info on a new character. I'm not sure how it made a difference in the film in the end but it was uh, Hot Rod and he had a pretty sweet weapon so here's us talking about an Entertainment Weekly article on the last night Hot Rod 
Entertainment Weekly this week published an article on Hot Rod in the last night and some of his backstory and um, perhaps a little bit of his personality. And so this gives us a it gives us a little bit of a look into how things are gonna how things are gonna work in the movie and what the lay of the land is. Hot Rod is described as a covert agent who has been secretly serving as Hop- Anthony Hopkins' character's daughter's protector oh, in, the yeah. guise of, in the guise of her father's 1963 Citroen car, uh, Citroen DS. Now, oh, okay. I'm not, I'm not so sure that his, uh, I'm not so sure that the bits on him look like that's still his alt mode in this case. Well, uh, we'll yeah. see. Well, he was going to be the triple changer that had instead, like two yeah. car modes, wasn't he? Yeah, they said that it was, I think, they initially described it as a triple changer. So it, you know, they haven't confirmed whether or not that's going to be, he turns from a Citroen into a Lamborghini or it's just like Bumblebee in the first that, movie. That, that yeah, doesn't exactly. really that's seem like it's um, much of a triple changer ability. Like it, surely he'd just rescan a new form. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's it. probably what it's, they probably just misworded it. Yeah. So um, the Citroen, so this is the thing, the Citroen is a bit of a rickety old car. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I don't know. Apparently, apparently she can't part with the car because she adores it. Uh, and so it seems like he's probably not got that much of a connection to the Autobot team, at least in the beginning. I'm sure he'll, uh, I'm sure he'll hook up with the Autobots somewhere along the way. At the time that the article was written, there was apparently no voice actor attached. But uh, when people saw parts of the movie recently, they, they reported that there was indeed a voice for Hot Rod. So whether that was a temporary voice or they have indeed cast a voice actor and just not really told us who, um, we will find out in about, what, probably about six weeks, seven weeks. Yeah, it's coming the up. the movie comes it's out. It's coming up pretty fast. The thing I don't get about this guy, mm-hmm. I, I sometimes can't decide where his eyes are because, like, I think they're the blue things that are, like, more than halfway down his head, but then there's also things above those that look like they could be his eyes. You look like you're, you're thinking it looks like he has a visor. He looks like, yeah, it looks like he has a visor. Yeah, I guess. But like his eyes are way too down on his head. Um, I don't know. Mate. I don't know. Like the, the visor looks like a forehead. Um, you know, I was thinking I, I, maybe a beret, I, I, the French guy. But oh yeah, well, weird. so so yeah, there was a there was a discussion over whether or not Hot Rod appears to be French in the uh, in the uh, in the movie. Obviously, his alt mode being a Citroen. Um, yeah. So if he is French, what's his uh, like? What? Why would he turn into a Lamborghini? Is there a yeah. is, cool. and, la- and Lamborghini f- paid Paramount some money? Is there a French supercar? I don't know if there is. Uh, Citroen makes supercars. Hmm. No, no. All right, we've come up blank. Actually, Let's... yeah, because oh, yeah, that's definitely well, no, that's an Italian make there. So, yeah, what well, the Citroen, the Citroen, I forget the name of it, but um, it's like the C1 of a GT. It looks exact. It looks exactly like this Lambo. Was Citroen the? Is this the same Citroen that made those ads about that transforming car that danced? Actually, I think it might have been. <laughs> yeah, that's see, that's some foreshadowing there. What? How many years? That was that was even probably for the first movie. I love those ads. That was such a clever ad. This just, is uh, this is a slightly more advanced Transformer. Yeah, exactly. So uh, I mean, so um, is is do you think Hot Rod's actually going to be uh, in a in a position to replace Bumblebee? You know, Hot Rod's often seen as the uh, the Bumblebee replacement. Uh, especially once you get into uh, Energon and Armada when Hotshot takes yeah. over. Yeah, yeah Hot God, Shot, I hope so. Hotshot's like a merger between them. Mm. Like That character was weird. Um, yeah, if we do get rid of Bumblebee, I see this guy possibly taking over. Hopefully this guy's a voice and isn't annoying. Um, Bearing in mind, on the, t- on the subject of getting rid of Bumblebee, the movie, the solo outing for Bumblebee next year is a prequel, so they can still mm-hmm. kill him. We'll see how Fingers we go. Crossed. Yeah. Okay, let's move on. No one has connection to that that character. Like, what? No. SDCC in 2017 showed us some really nice figures, but one really got our attention. It seemed Masterpiece Optimus Prime was getting a third run. Toys R Us, for some reason, has managed to announce that they have a uh, San Diego Comic-Con Masterpiece Optimus Prime 
and that is not that figure and all that figure so whatever i've messed that part of the run sheet up so let's just stay here you know what we don't actually need to be um we don't really need to see it because i think we all know what masterpiece optimus prime looks like because that's uh same all right no it should be stcc yeah stcc from toys r us oh yeah it's a re-release of mp10 Mm -hmm. yeah yeah, okay. we all we all know what we all know what MP10 looks like. Uh, we all so like I, when we looked at this figure, I didn't really see that much that was new. But there will no. be a new batch of MP10s in the world for San Diego Comic Con if you are looking for one. If you're one of the three people on the planet who doesn't currently have an MP10 mold, you might you'll have a chance to get one now. Speculation alert! Last last time MP10s going up for sale. You watch. This is it. Ooh, Last chance really? to get the MP10. We're going to get a re- a reveal of a new MP Prime very soon. Yeah, it, it's got to be MP50. 50? No, it'll be 40. It'll be, it'll be <laughs> so now we'd be a 50. <laughs> it'll be 40. Yeah, I'm, 40. I'm, not, I'm, I'm not saying it'll be soon, but I'm saying when we get to 50, it'll be Prime. No, no. They've got MP10 on sale again now. They're, they're bringing in every penny they can. They're very molding. Anyway, we will see. We'll see. So, um, yeah, if you're going to San Diego Comic Con, get yourself a Hasbro masterpiece Optimus Prime. With Combiner Wars over, we had thought so was the toy line, but then came the Dinobots and their combining form, Volcanicus. It was a butt of many jokes from episodes to come, and here we go back and look at where it all began. Dinobot Slash and Dinobot Slash and uh, or, or maybe we should call them Slash and the Dinobots. Um, they will they will now combine um, because every team every team that um, I don't know was uh, the team that combines together stays together. And yeah. this is oh. what they become. Yeah, Insecticus Maximus. Fantastic. Volcanic. Yeah, so you, you guys remember like, a year or two ago how he had that line of combiner figures where there was only one that was badly proportioned. You mean combiner wars? Yeah, or like there was just that one it, mold which no, was yeah, bad no, there, there was just, and even just then, that one that it wasn't was, that bad. It was just that one that was out of proportion and um the one that they reused everything for. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And so yeah now now we've got another one. And I, I think their proportions on this look really good. I think this looks oh. really realistic. What do you think? <laughs> Can, oh, you, can, okay. you put your, like a, can you put your little finger to your mouth and just go hee <laughs> or something? Because I I think you're joking. We're not we're not actually yes, used I, to I Max trolling. And this may or may not look atrociously bad. I spy with my little eye where slash. He's not I, there I, I'm, he's a I'm, I'm also I'm also wondering where slash figures into the combined form actually. Probably the weapon or something like that. Yeah. Maybe Slash has been spared. <laughs> he'd, be, he'd be like Shuffler. He'd be an upside down. The, how, 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 how would that be if you're Slash and you're like the first female Dinobot and you're like, guys, you're going to combine. Can I join in? Sorry. No. No. You can't. No, just, well, just name, stand over there. With a name like Slash, you should be a big a sword, sword yeah. thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I you think, do, 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 do you see... Like a sword mode in there? No, that's the oh, problem. Do you, do you see a gun mode in Power Glide? No. <laughs> Don't worry, they'll they'll make it fit somehow. Just <laughs> yeah. <have limbs. laughs> yeah, they'll just be like, ah, just like wave the dinosaur oh. head around and pretend it's a sword. All right. The tail's the yep. tail's pointy. It's all right. The tail's pointy. That'll yeah, be the yeah, pointy end. Mm. So, no, no, I this, just, so this head is this is the prototype form of uh, Volcanicus, and um. There's some discussion around the head. Yeah, the yeah, head looks sort of Insecticon. Like, I think Insecticon. I see it more as a cross between Victorian and IDW Grimlock. I yeah, actually don't see Victorian in there at all. I see IDW Grimlock when he looks straight at you. I see IDW Grimlock, but yeah. um, when he's um, looking off on an angle, it just looks. <laughs> it's like it looks like a weird cross between a Transformer and a Gundam. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, with those fins. So, in that so you area. mean Victorian? Yeah. No. Victorian's idea was the big, like, fin on the head, and that's where I'm getting this from. It was a sort of yeah, box around the head, kinda. and then 
Yeah. 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 People also figured out that uh, Volcanicus is turning up in uh, Transformers Earth Wars. And so people at Hascon took a, took a pass by the uh, Transformers Earth Wars booth, booth where we saw the digital version of this combiner for the, the first time. So what do, you, what, what do you guys make of this version of Volcanicus? Uh, I watched the... Um, I watched the, the oh, hey, little... hey, look, he's even got a little... Um, He's even got the little um, enigma of uh, combination next to him, next to his name too. What? Oh, he does. Uh, he does. He has pretty, uh, pretty king, pretty king knuckle dusters. Except he's missing one. Yeah. They, there was a video. Yes, yes, that's true. There's a video also that was posted up for Earth Wars that uh, we got to watch earlier. Um, that's been removed from run sheet, but. Um, Good job. It looks. It looks. <laughs> well, yeah. It looks. It looks okay. In an anim- animated form, but it's still a monkey. Yeah, the, uh... <laughs> yeah the, uh, no, I, I know what you mean. Like the yeah. by by yeah. being a monkey, you mean the arms go down too far, so he looks like a. Oh, yeah, yeah a and I all my combinable stuff, I mistransformed the elbows so they had no elbows, just to bring the knuckles up to the hips. But yeah, um, it's just interesting. Um, well, like Shuriken, for example, swoop was the backpack and not the arm. What? Sweep does look rather awkward on the arm there. Yeah, very like, cute. Just, where, do, yeah. where do I put these wings, guys? I don't know. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm just going to leave them here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it'd be nice if it was like Shuriking or one of those third-party Dinobot combiners where you can take the wings off and put them on the back. It's the only third-party Dinobot combiner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I know at least Toy World did one as well. Yeah, they did. What? Yeah. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Um, what about the name, Volcano? Volcanoanus. Volcanoanus. Is this a volcanoanus? It describes what? a figure. Um, there's some <laughs> joke about the What? Oh, Brad, that's one of your best ones ever. Volcanoanus. Oh, I wish I had my phone over the soundboard on it. Anyway. I just, I love, I love in that animation that we've seen in that commercial that, uh, They've brought the four Cybertron Grimlock sword, that Energon sword in, mm. which was oh, yeah, very if good. It, if, it's, if a figure comes with a massive version of that sword, that'd be fantastic. Mm. I think a roleplay sword of that would be pretty cool, like a human-sized one, because it has like this knuckle dusters and you can just like hit people you don't like with it. That'd be fun. Make it out of cardboard or you won't get it anywhere. You'll be arrested. <laughs> <laughs> mm. I was thinking glass, but yeah, right. No one's going to arrest you. you got a big sword. Exactly. That's how you win battles and get elected. And that's... We get... From time to time, Hasbro will mix it up and sort of introduce stuff like this. You, you'll you talk about Tarn and figures like that have been introduced in comics and that aren't... That don't have any sort of previous franchise history and that and uh, fans latch onto them and, and quite like uh, the characters and the figures we get for them. So I'm sure... I'm sure there's uh, liking out there for the, the combined Dinobot. Like, I, I Dino think you're Man. right. I think there'll be people who actually are like, holy shit, Dinobots combined now. This is awesome. I, I, I kind of feel like in general, the, the the collector community perhaps has not really embraced the fact that there's a, a Dinobot combiner now. And I kind of feel sorry for Hasbro in that respect because there's like, what do we do? We've given you G1 Dinobots. We get, we made them a combiner. This is the stuff that people love. And everyone's like, no. no. Well, it might just be might just go back to the fact that 30 years, we've given you different types of Dinobots. We keep incarnating them into different series, comics, whatever else. And now, okay, well, we're going to give you the original ones back again as part of Generations line. But we decide to make them combine as well, and that's. that's it should, that's, it should that's, be noted that combining is not compulsory. Yeah. No, I guess no. But it's just that gimmick. The thing with these figures, though, is that people have been. I feel like we've been heaping a lot of praise on the individual figures themselves. And I think that's right. And all and then all bagging on a combined mode. So it seems mm-hmm. like that Hasbro's gone. Okay, we're going to put this gimmick in there because that seems to be a line-wide thing. But, you know, they clearly 
wanted to prioritize making decent Dinobot figures. Yeah. But the other, the other point is too, this isn't coming in a gift set. This is coming individually packaged as deluxes yeah. and voyages. So just like it's all not the being... Wars figures. Yeah, well, we'll see what Takara end up doing, but um oh, that's actually that's an interesting point. Maybe they'll bring back the Unite Warrior branding. Yeah, yeah. Um it probably requires more Grimlock's more blue in that. That's a G2 Grimlock. Any, anyway, it, it, um, it, it is it is a photo of an L C D screen, so I wouldn't read too much into yeah, it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um I, I just wonder and it probably should have warranted some research beforehand, just what figures have come back after a certain amount of time and Hasbro's changed it up and people absolutely love. It's not it's not really something going to now, but when you say changed it up, what do you mean? Yeah. Well it's not G it's not entirely G one. It's they've nothing they right now is entirely G one anyway. Uh, okay. All right. No, no, but no, but I, I think the question's worth pondering. I just need to. I need a little bit more context on what you mean. It's just me farting it out now. I'm just thinking about it. Just now, like uh, using, using this, like okay, we're going to do G1 Dinobots again, but we're going to include this idea. Let's make them combine um, and stuff. I mean, like, I'm, I'm they've sure. Been, they've... I've been doing this all over Combiner Wars and Titans Return as well. We've been getting G1 figures reimagined with whatever the, the line-wide gimmick is uh, as well. So, like, well, uh, they all became headmasters in Titans Return. Titan Master. Well, that's it, especially, yeah, especially the uh, the Galvatronus and the Skylinks combiner um, and the Prime combiner just having bots we know combine. And then, mm. as you said, like, going into Titans Return having headmasters like hot rod all those sort of um ones where it's we're going to make him a headmaster now it's just changing up here's your character but it's also a headmaster or also something that come beforehand um even your your shock your shock wave your sound wave and your blaster being base modes for micromasters it just that that was something that changed up that no i thought those figures were quite well received people yeah, yeah, yeah. Most people like so. It's just this. This just seems to be another version of that. Like it's it's something that's happened before. We're going to do it. We're going to add this little functionality into it, playability, whatever else. Um, yeah, look, I, I, th and, so and, I, and, I think it's fine, and, and I also think that uh, we did call this out before. Like, I don't think they've compromised the the alt modes or the or the robot modes in in order to get the combiner stuff to happen. So. You know, they deserve a, they deserve some kudos for that as well. And also, yeah, can, and I, I, can I, I said a couple of weeks ago, if these so yeah. there's a bit of there's a bit of a look at the feet on that prototype, and there's also a bit of a look at how they'll be coloured on the uh, the digital version of uh, Volcanicus. Yeah. No, I, I said I said a couple of weeks ago, if these Dinobots showed any signs of combining gimmick, the big mm -hmm. peg on the chest like Combiner was, I'll be out, and they don't. So yeah, I don't think they do. Yeah. No. Apart, like even Grimlock, you got the the pegs on the back of the knees, and whatever those bulky bits are on the tail, that's that's fine. And I suppose, lastly, before I completely send this over the half an hour mark, that it's a Dinobot combiner. It's going to take up that much on your shelf compared to all Dinobots taking up that much of your shelf. Like it's it's a good way to display on your shelf when they're combined. In a dino mode like this, or combined mode like this, and not taking up a lot of space. Yeah, yeah. I'd, 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 I'd say they're slightly less recognizable. This is the kind of thing that people will walk true. into your house and they'll just be like, "Is that Grimlock's head on the chest of that dino? Dino? Is that a Dinobot combiner? What the hell? Oh my god! And I now have to question my life choices. Wait, people walk in your house and ask about your figures? Yeah, actually, they do. Wait, people walk oh, okay. in your house. Occasionally, I let the outside world in. <laughs> right. Anyway, we've we've focused a lot on this. <laughs> yes, 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 we have. Let's let's go back. There's a there's a few other official announcements here. There's uh, Micronus, the uh, 
Prime Master, who we we pointed out that the Prime Masters seem to have a bit of a pretender thing going on. Where um, oh yeah, they uh, they have the uh, the decoy armor, and so Micronus is a Prime Master. He comes with a slightly larger robot um, mode uh, with his uh, cloudburst decoy armor, mm. and um, yeah, and he has his little it's a cool gun mode. Yes, weapon mode. Yeah, yep. and he looks like an eye, which is pretty cool. He actually kind of looks like, um, if you ignore the designer, it kind of looks like uh, Transformers Prime Soundwave's face. Yeah, mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah, I see we got. Yep. So, that. so my so, um, Micronus being a um, a Prime Master. Uh, how do I do this? I think I've put some of these in the wrong order. That's not what we want to talk about yet. This is the one we want to talk about. So, the Prime Masters. Um, I'm not really sure why Hasbro has chosen to call this a story ecosystem. Uh, it's not, but whatever. So the prime the prime masters can be used with the legends figures, as you can see, Micronus sitting on Slash, um, and in the, in there they can be used as so like a, a, a chest mounted power up on the deluxe they, class figures. They plug into the hand foot guns. Mm. Yes. Oh, is that what that is? Okay. An attach or something, yeah. Um, and so you can use that on the, the Voyager class figures as well. And there's a figure we haven't talked about there over on the side, so maybe we won't talk about that yet. Let's go talk about I just, this one. I was just going to say, it uh, it gives, it lets one get a piggyback. It lets another one look pregnant. It looks <laughs> this another piggy one. went to market. <laughs> yeah, this little, this little piggy gave you a big right hand, which you should not play or you'll go blind. And the other one is an alien chest. What? Anyway, don't worry. But yeah, don't worry. Keep going. I'm out. Machinima's second attempt at an adult cartoon series failed, and we reported each week on the train wreck as it unfolded. All right, cool. we are going to move on to some news. news. Wait, uh, actually, we're not, going to talk, we're not going to move on to news. We're going to talk about the shit fest that was episode three of Titan's Return. Mashitama. Lovely. We, we did that joke last year. It hasn't yeah. caught on. I don't know. That's <laughs> unfortunate. So uh, what, what, what happened in episode three of Titan's Return? Um, Metroplex and Trypticon, after walking towards each other for a week, <laughs> finally, <laughs> finally made contact. <laughs> It, it has actually literally been two episodes, hasn't it? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, two episodes they, of them walking. Yeah. <laughs> two episodes of them walking towards each other. They finally uh, made contact, nearly knocked over the Primal Basilica in the, uh, oh. in the aftermath with the weird shockwave that happens when they both let's touch start each other. Touch each other. Whenever, whenever the Transformers collide in this series, they explode. Apparently. Think about the last episode. The with two the seekers force. who collide together, they explode. Trypticon hits a seeker, right it explodes. These two hit each other, they explode. Where's the Michael oh. Bay influence in this? That has to be. I can't, I can't possibly tell. It's not an explosion. It's a shockwave that's felt for hundreds of miles <laughs> around. It's an, it's, it's, it's an explosive it's a big shockwave. yellow explosion. It and then you get Perceptor. And then you get Perceptor. Oh, the Basilica's going to fail. And Mistress of Tapping Stick. Oh no, it's fine. We have we have faith. It's true. I she doesn't faith. have she doesn't seem to have a flame around her. She's got no, a stick. There's faith. no flames. In Transformers Law, we have faith. I'd, we I'd have, need we, the building is going to fall. No, no, yeah, no. We have we have faith in the trades people, the trades bots that it's built true. the primal basilica because they paid extra for them and they were union workers. See, and it's paid off. So there you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it looked the building's still standing, right? Yeah, mm. Percept just gets up and shrugs off and goes, well, I thought it was going to fail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't like these statistics. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and yet just a, just an episode ago, um, Prime was like, I think Perceptor could lead the Autobots. And now Perceptor's <laughs> yeah. like, shit, I don't know how buildings work. Yeah. My but, life has been a lie. I thought I knew how the structural thought, integrity of this I building worked. I thought I was a bot of science. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, so, yeah, so that was a bit, that was a bit shit. Um, Hot Rod... <laughs> Hot Rod took to the freeways of Cybertron, and so did Prime. In fact, they, they were, it's actually kind of oh. a miracle that they both didn't actually meet because they both went out for long drives. It does make one wonder just how long the freeways on Cybertron are, and also just for those of us playing along at home, how do you get on and off a freeway on Cybertron? Because they don't seem to have any uh, on ramps or off ramps; they just have long stretches of road, or or for that matter, any other cars. 
Yes. Yeah. No, 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 that's no, they see they've but covered that. This, cities with no they've one covered it this time. Metroplex told everyone to evacuate. Thank you, Metroplex. Excuse the lack of cars. They're very efficient Tony's, evacuating straight away. Tony Stark has brought the area. It's fine. He's brought it and evacuated everyone. He's, he's, he's brought, brought the area. He's brought oh, it. Let's every fucking Megatron. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so Me- Mega- Megatron uh, has a conversation with Prime this episode. Um, they, I, I feel like I feel like they they felt that the the banter between Megatron and Prime went pretty well in Combiner Wars, and that was one of the things that we liked about it was these these it old was yeah these old souls that had been warring for a long time, and they'd sort of they've ended up both on the same side, and they're like yeah. This is pretty cool. And now um, Prime and Megatron seem to be just... Megatron just seems to be like a... a almost almost a as... No, no, no. Like we, we said we said last week that um, Windblade was like a spoiled little brat, like constantly oh, gosh, wanting attention so from annoying. everyone. Megatron's oh. come along having been at war with Optimus Prime for like 4 million years. And he's come up there and he's just gone to Prime. He's like, oh, I don't even know why I'm talking to you and walked off as like... I don't know, maybe because you actually called out the fact that you killed him um, and he's, and and he's still there and now he's having religious visions because I, I don't know, he came back from the dead. Maybe he's entitled to a religious mm. vision. And they um, mentioned Unicron. So uh, yes, okay. yes, there was a name drop, for, name drop for Unicron in there, although it was a bit of a weird name drop, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's, yeah. It's, it's something yeah. about how they something killed also, also, so this is the weird thing, right? We're referencing Transformers the movie by saying that Megatron killed Prime and blah, blah, blah. Megatron also died and turned into yeah, Galvatron. Galvatron. That is there now as Megatron. This doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah. Yeah, Before, like just... we've got explosions in movies here. Now we've got Megatron being Galvatron and then being back to Megatron. Yeah. Just before we continue, before we get too far away from it, before we get the two of them come together... Prime's driving away. We mm. get bloopity bloop Morse code of the Matrix flashing in the dead chamber. This is this Prime's is that's, eyes so, so, flashing. That's actually, that's actually not the Matrix flashing. That's actually Prime's security system. Ah, okay. He, he, he gets one. up. Yeah. He gets a vision. Then he turns around, heads back towards the city, with no Matrix in him. Mm. <laughs> and then we get the, then we get the whole Ryan? then we get the whole thing with him and Megatron talking, which again. Who is writing Megatron and not writing the rest of the characters? It's very clear Megatron that... is fantastic and the rest of us just shit. Megatron yeah. was not fantastic. Megatron's dialogue was terrible. I... Also, okay. at this point at this point, like Prime and Megatron are standing there watching Trypticon and Metroplex basically mm-hmm. grapple like the first couple of minutes of a wrestling match. Yeah. And I don't think at this point that Prime and Megatron actually realize that Starscream is Trypticon. No, no, I, I, think the only two I don't know. They're better. just like, oh, look, the Titans are awake. Well, bravo. Good fighting, guys. Good, yeah, well done. Good Shit. work. And then again, we get that line from the trailer from Prime. We haven't seen destruction, destruction. on this level from however long. And they Megatron, Megatron just referenced you dying. We, do you know, which, also that mean, mean, which, which also means that he's... All, and he's also referenced Unicron... Unicron is destruction on a slightly grander scale <laughs> chaos than these guys. Chaos, so. chaos yeah. brings chaos. Pretty much yeah. almost decimated Cybertron. But, you know, two guys fighting, stepping on a couple of subways. That's all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And I posted during the, I posted after the last episode, why can't Megatron transform into a gun mode and just end this? <laughs> well, why, why, can't, why can't Windblade uh, cut Trypticon in half like she did yeah. Dinosaur? Oh, cut his yeah. arm off. He's not moving fast. You can go up and just tap him on the shoulder. He'd go, yeah. and just He's cut this arm off. <laughs> like, Most of his attacks are him turning around and hitting him with the tail. And then, Slowly. Um, actually, do, you know do, what? Do you, reckon, do you reckon Metroplex is just like, I wish I had a tail now? Yeah, I know. He, he, all of Trypticon's attacks are him hitting him with his head and then the tail. He's not using his arms at all. He's just well, he literally can't. Look at them. They're tiny. Into him. I know they're tiny. They're he's tiny. They're just they're little arms, right? He's, like, he's, you know. he's, he's a T-Rex. Yeah. But like, yeah, no he... explosions. Hmm. You have to. You have to. You have to aim the explosion. Each other. You got to walk <laughs> at each other for an explosion to happen. But if you sit there and go ram Touch each, each other, other, it doesn't. Then nothing happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Logic. All right. I don't think any of us are very happy with this. Can we just talk about before? And before then Windblade we... comes in and starts talking to herself, and then five minutes later, Metroplex responds. It's like. 
Gripping show. Gripping, this is the problem. This is the problem with episodes that run ten minutes long is that you can actually have something happen five minutes later. Yeah, <laughs> but then but then the combiners all land on not elsewhere. This is this is the part that I want to get to. Okay. Right. The, the combiners have been sent off to find Fortress Maximus. And it does appear that they've gone directly to where Fortress Maximus is, which is so I assume convenient. I assume he's on Google Maps, and they just looked it up. Yeah, yeah. And so Metron has him on Google Maps. Yeah. So you know, yeah. So they've gone and they found some place <laughs> somewhere, and there's a giant computer terminal. And I say giant because it's like a combiner. <laughs> yeah. A combiner has it. had to walk up to use it. Like Menasaur, you, Menasaur walks up to it. Can you, imagine, can you imagine Bumblebee using this computer terminal? You'd have to like jump on one to, key. You'd have and to run, run for half a day yeah. back and forth. Like, lol. Yep. That's great. There's a big but, flashing yellow button and yep. Menasaur goes, whoops. Yeah, so he pushes the button, launches a missile, and then there's some discussion over what exactly the missile was. Yeah. It was a fucking missile. It's our last great hope, or something. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah it's, wasn't it like it's it, either going to say it's either going to doom us or save us? No, it's a fucking missile. It's gone. It's, it's either going to be our greatest destroyer or our salvation. Just like, nope, it's a big house, oh, you know. Do, big, do, do you reckon that what might actually happen is that they fire that missile and it's going to just like just do laps of it Cybertron? Comes back and kills them all in on things. No, 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 it's, it's just going to do laps of Cybertron for a while. It's like every single lap is going to be like a meter off so that Close it moves up. a little bit and eventually like metroplex is just going to be like shit here comes the missile hey trypticon shove shove <laughs> <laughs> the war is ended oh, i skipped i skipped a bit where they get there did they space bridge well, or are hold, they still hold, on hold, hold, hold on hold on when you say you skipped the bit that they got there it's 10 minutes long yeah that like, why did yeah, you feel well, the need to skip it <laughs> I mean, no, it's well, pretty bad, but I think it's I bad. I have to start the podcast. So I have to get through it. I'll just... <laughs> You've I'll just... only just watched it? No. You know, I watched it the other day. Yeah. Yeah. I watched it the other day, but I must have stopped because I don't recall them finding... Oh, a fair enough. Body. Yeah. But yeah, but yeah, just... Did they did they go somewhere? Or have they just gone somewhere else and we stopped? Don't, we don't know. They've just been... Ra- they've just radioed in and it's just like suddenly... Suddenly, all the remaining combiner models that they were like, shit, well, we've got to use something to add extra characters to the show. So all the combiners are, for some reason, in their combined forms and wandering around Cybertron looking for Fort Max. They've always been... They've never been in their individual forms as well. Uh, I thought oh, this, the Constructicons No, the Constructicons were. Yeah. Yeah. Slightly. You don't even Slightly. see them combined. No, no I, I thought... I, did, did we not get the Constructicons last time, last year? We did. Yeah, we got them yeah. last year. Yeah. yeah. There's no, there's no, yeah, there's no transformation. One at a time, for the love of God, please. (laughs) (laughs) We haven't seen many transformations at all in this series. We've seen Blade. We've seen Prime. So so basically, what you're saying is that this this series is the ultimate thing for your collection of statues, Brad. (laughs) Yes, yes, it is. Uh, and, and fair enough too, because they look good until they move, right? Mm. Yeah, that's my, that's still my that's still my thing about. It. Mm. Yeah. yeah, there's not much just, transforming. Yeah. Okay, I think we've mystery science theatered uh, episode three of Titans Return for long enough. Does anyone have any closing thoughts? Uh, yeah, uh, this was a mistake. This should never have been made. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Mistake. Once once again, arcs. Why? What? How? What? <laughs> I've got. Yeah. How are they making enough money on this to? Oh no, there's no money involved. Yeah, no, 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 so. yeah no, that's absolutely right. There's no money involved because, yeah. for one, they're streaming it on Hasbro's own network, Go Ninety. Two, they're streaming it on Tumblr internationally because no one would fucking put up any money for the rights. <laughs> yeah. Because they, so they've gone to Tumblr. They haven't even put it on YouTube because they're afraid someone's going to steal their precious animation. No, there oh, is. Sorry to been stolen. There, there is. Yeah, of course there is. There is no money changing hands here because one, Hasbro hasn't spent any money on it. Two, Machinima hasn't spent any money on it. And three, no, there's also no ads or on and on and around it. So who's making any money off it? No one. Nobody is. Final no. question: mm-hmm. Why? Why even do the minute the the episode by episode? Why not just release a hundred or an hour and a half feature? Could you imagine if the Killing because... Joke or or and Marvel or DC cartoon was in 10-minute pieces, the fans would fucking rip the internet to bits. Like, it just... I don't know. Yeah, you mean like we're right now? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, well, yeah. So so there's a a reason why you do this, right? Like, you've 
they've they've obviously put up enough money to actually create something that's roughly the length of a feature film this time around instead of a 40 minute episode and so you can either release that all at once and get a bunch of press one week and then no one will talk about it ever again Every. or you can release it one episode a week for seven or eight weeks and under the under the auspices of no news is uh, no, there's no such thing as bad press not no news is good news there's no such thing as bad press even if we're talking about the thing and bagging the fuck out of it like we are we're still, still talking, talking about, about it, it and we're still yeah. publishing a podcast that says Titans Return Machinima and so they're getting brand exposure out of it but all but like they are getting exposure out of it and so that's why that's why they split it up and they divvy it out over weeks so that they get a sustained level of press interest instead of it all just going in one week and then everyone going well that was shit and not talking about it. That is as retarded as asking a fat chick if she's pregnant. It just it's okay. no... That's wow. <laughs> that went there apparently. I think we should Again. Oh. Again? What do you mean again? Cars Cars Free just got released on Netflix today in a fifteen part series. Like it just <laughs> what? What? It makes no it makes no did goddamn it? sense. No, it didn't. Who did that? What? I didn't know. Mikey, he's joking. Oh, I was about to say. <laughs> I don't follow Netflix. So I'm I, sorry I, if I my literalities anything. are too literal. Don't worry about it. <laughs> let's continue. Let's okay. get. Let's talk to things we actually enjoy, please. You surprised me with that um, one. You, you, you brought me to surprise on that one. Everyone gets one. <laughs> After losing my job in March 2018, my collecting preferences really changed and... Those that have been listening to the podcast for a while would have seen that and heard that. I started going for the smaller figures, War in Pocket, and a lot of the Legend Scale stuff. My first entry into this was DX9's Dutch, a small G1 cartoon accurate Optimus Prime. Here's our thoughts when the first images of this little figure were released. Let's check out the next one. So, like, we are we are fans of DX9, and I think, Brad, you've been, you've been getting some of DX9's Dinobots lately, haven't you? I've been spending too much money. <laughs> Yes, you have, because if you've been buying DX9 Legends figures, you have been paying a lot of money for them. And so, I've pre-ordered this. <laughs> yeah, so this is this is DX9 Dutch. He is a Legend-scale G1 Optimus Prime. This is the color version of his prototype, um, which is not a uh, it's not a left and right scroll. He's an up and down scroll. Now, like, that's... That's why I pre-ordered it. <laughs> It's nice, although it could, I could really do with the um the metal in the Matrix having proper handles, but still. Yeah. Oh, legend size. Yeah. So, uh, so here's a, a, a um shot from the movie. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Skirt. At least the skirt piece lifts off, so he can twist his hips that far around, but his legs. But... Yeah. Fair enough too. Um. Yeah. So like. There is so there is something that doesn't quite sit right about this figure with me, and I'll tell you what it is. I've I've only just figured it out, right? Like I actually love the proportions of his legs. I think they I think they work really well in terms of cartoon um, accuracy. What doesn't work so well with me is actually the size of the windows in his chest. I reckon they could do with being maybe ten percent bigger. Yeah. Yep. Just adjust adjust the uh, the frame around the window a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Pull it in. Yeah. Um. Does his does his gun stow? Yeah, I was just trying to figure out what that photo was as well. And I was like, he's got some weird underarm shot. It's his underarm bazooka shot. Australian fast bowler. Yeah. <laughs> uh, John, I'm very sorry. You're gonna have to dial in again. <laughs> uh, I'll all right. There we go. <laughs> oh. Yeah, no, I, I, I think it looks fantastic. And again, like for. 40 bucks which is a quarter is of the it, price is, that, is it actually 40 bucks i don't know i've paid five dollars oh. to pre-order i don't even know what's proper prices i just <laughs> brought it <laughs> fair enough you bought it yeah. and that's and that's an alt mode like i i absolutely despise mp10's alt mode i don't like that as a truck mode whatsoever and this is no different it's just going to be in robot mode for me so. is, it, is it because you prefer your truck modes to have the uh, nose like the movie prime no, no, no. I, I don't mind the cab over. It just it's it's just that weird blend of trucks that doesn't match. Like we've we've talked before about uh, MP alt modes. Mm, yeah. Said, well, if you if you want, you bought an alt mode and just buy a model car or car. He comes with a trailer as well. I didn't. Yeah. Know. I yep. think oh, yeah. the truck looks pretty bad though. Yeah. 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 
I'll agree with that. Some something's got to give with the legend scale figures, right? The the trailer looks awesome. Mm. And it's got all, all that sort of stuff that you'd get. You got weapon storage there. You got it's still got the little repair bot in there. Yeah, look, um, depending on the price, I could I could be tempted by this guy. Continuing the Optimus Prime theme, at the end of 2018, with the new MP Prime version free announced, third parties decide to make their own, and arguably the best in the battle, and some say better than the official, was Magic Square and the MS-01 Optimus Prime. Now let's go back to November 2018 and see what the gang thought of this third party Prime. It is kind of ironic that uh, as IDW killed off Optimus Prime this week, we <laughs> we, we got a reveal of Magic Square's uh, brand new masterpiece scale Optimus Prime. Now, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but Magic Square has been doing little bots for quite a while. Is that right, Max? I don't know. I, I think so. There's a lot like, of them doing that. Yeah, I, I, I feel like Magic Square is one of the guys who's been doing... I feel like they're the ones who've been doing Hot Soldiers. But I don't know if that's really. Are they the same oh, company? Maybe. Maybe I've, that was, no that idea. was Mech Fans Toys. I can't tell. I, mm. I, I have a feeling that someone's renamed themselves as well. But anyway, they're all the same company anyway. They pretty Some much are. They're all they're all Hasbro and Takara, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um. So this. We're on to you, John Warden. Yes, we are. Um. We are looking at a masterpiece scale G1 style Optimus Prime, which looks very very impressive. He looks really neat. He's about twenty five centimeters tall, I believe. Um, great, great um, styling on the face. Possibly needs a little bit more definition on the mouth mouth plate, but um, whatever. And um, yeah, it lo- looks like he's got plenty of articulation going there, and of course the chrome smokestacks, and a very sort of a very masterpiece style backpack going on there as well. But like a pre-version free masterpiece style backpack. Oh, it, it's so clean. I just love how clean it is. God, yeah. I don't. I mean. I want to hold off judgment until we see better versions yeah. of whatever the new oh, MP Prime is. But we've seen some the, versions. At the moment, this is looking maybe a bit better. <laughs> I'll I won't well, even hesitate. I'll say if I was going to re- replace my MP10, it'd be this and not MP V3. It'll probably cost you half as much as well. Exactly, given... that's <laughs> half as much. Uh, probably less than that. Apparently, this guy's rumored to come in at about sixty dollars. Wow! Excuse um, me. That's... Right, bugger him, bugger yeah. MP Prime version three. <laughs> We've seen this out of the two. This is the one prototype we did see a few months ago, and we were asking why when MPV three was coming out, and it just now seeing it in color. Um, just, just how, just how clean it looks. It just, it's got, it looks cleaner than the original MP ten, but you can see there's a lot of like hidden engineering in here. You know. It was like uh, double jointed elbows, like built into the sculpt. There, he's got a ab crunch in there as well. And but all the panels are so slick. Like it has that sort of sloped curvature that you got with, you know, like Sunstreaker and Megatron. Like it, it fits in with that modern masterpiece aesthetic perfectly. The, the cartoon look, and it's just we we we've, we've commented before about how you'd update the MP10 just all the the mud guards the wheels the fuel tanks on the legs all that's all gone and suppose I'm guessing is hidden inside those calves um it's still i, I think it's still a fa- face uh, face a false chest thing here um just like the the masterpiece. I, I wonder how different to masterpiece it's actually going to be in terms of transformation or anything like that. I feel like it. I feel like it's probably a very similar transformation, yeah. and just you know, with a few a few extra curves here and there. Yeah. Um, I got. I got to say, like, so there is something. There is something about this that doesn't really sit that well with me, and um, I don't feel like most of this is painted. I feel like this looks like it's actually just molded in that color plastic. I don't personally mind that. I mean, I suppose... Look, I don't mind it either, but if it's going to sit alongside Masterpiece figures, this is going to stick out like a sore thumb as an unpainted figure. Yeah, Yeah, you're right, actually, because they all have that new sort of glossy paint to them. They certainly do, as I'm looking at my new acquisition over there today. (laughs) Well, that's gold, but this is red. (laughs) Well, so... but Well, it's not, actually, because I'm talking about Masterpiece Corden. He's white. He's got white paint all over him yeah and like like i said this doesn't this just doesn't look like it's painted 
well, I, I, there might we be can writing. already hold out hope. Yeah, yeah it might be. It just, it just yeah, it looks like a real light orangey red. Yeah, so if you, if you want paint, there's the paint on it. It's the grey on the on the back of his arms, right? <laughs> that silver stripe yeah, around is, the cab. It's, it's a very matte finish, to be sure, which does look. I probably prefer to the glossy paint, look, but I, I, it I doesn't think, quite fit in. I think the matte finish looks good under the light that they've photographed it in. But yeah, look. As far as whether or not it fits in, I don't. I don't know. I also wonder whether it's going to actually have like, whether it's actually going to be a matte finish. Where you know, like if you if you run your finger across it, you know, there's a, a texture to the plastic, mm-hmm. or if it's, or if it's actually going to be like you know a, a smoother, a smoother, higher quality plastic. Well, we're we're, just, we're going to find out. It's going to, it's getting close. It's not going to be far off release. I wonder too. When did Maybe it's just the difference between cartoon and art and everything else that come after of just up his his toes not having the rear the orange the orange and yellow um, lights on him. Where before we've seen that's at the back of the figure on his heels to become the back of the truck. Where here there's obviously nothing at the front. Where most you type in G one up was prime and pretty much every bit of artwork you're gonna see is see those lights on his feet. Maybe maybe those are there. They just haven't actually been detailed yet. Can't no, really they're on the tell. back. You go back to the past image, and they're on the back of his heels. There. Oh right, yeah, there yeah. you go. <laughs> so that, that obviously folds down to become the back, very back of the truck to become his yeah. <laughs> rear light. So stylistic choice. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, look, I, I think I think you can see that the the back of his legs fairly much comes open, so mm. it probably actually contains the foot inside it. But yeah, yeah. don't know. Well, um. Find out what happens in a couple of months' time when it's released. Brad, maybe, are you going to be, right? be buying this? I know you've got uh, DX9 Dutch recently. Um, we'll see if he's going to be sixty bucks or so, then I'll definitely interested. We haven't seen a trailer or any accessories yet. I doubt there will be one. Well, going off that price, and that yeah. makes sense. But yeah, I'd 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 be up for this more than V3. Yeah, look, it's worth it's worth noting. I might be wrong about the price. It was just something that I saw mentioned in a chat somewhere. But um, yeah. Anyway, should we have a look at his uh, have a look at his com- competitor? While most of the weekly episodes we focus on news, we also love to have deep discussions and conversations. And if we go way back to episode one hundred and one again, we had a special one. We we'll asked the question: Do you spend more money on your figures than you do on your display? For a lot of us, that answer is yes. But uh, we had some fun answering this question and showed off some of our own displays. How do you display your bots? Do you spend all your money on your toys and then just buy bookshelves at the cheapest possible price? Or do you do something else? I, I got to say, I think you're possibly the person who's I know who's spent the most on their display cabinets. Although I think maybe Dylan might be a might give you a run for your money on that front because of his, uh, he's actually built a shed. <laughs> Hey, this display, not enclosure. Dylan, Dylan built it. Dylan built a shed and populated it with IKEA Detolfs. A you've lot, got you've, you've got those fragrance display cabinets that you picked up from Gumtree, and like I said, I think you're I think you're possibly the person I know who's spent the most on his display I've got, solution. I got six of them at three hundred dollars a pop. So, oh my goodness, I didn't realize it was three hundred dollars oh. a pop. Uh, wait a minute. Six? No, sorry. Eight hundred for the t- for the six. Okay, that's yeah. That's that's, that's a lot better. That's yeah. better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I've only got two in here. The other four, the rest of them out in the shed. I really need to get the shed finished. I, I I I am trying to figure out how I'm going to. So I'm moving out of this room, and I'm going to be back in the study like I was for some of the original episodes of Off the Shelf. But I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to do for my Transformers display down there because I don't want to just go with I don't want to just go with Calax shelves. You can see what I've done to my Calax is behind me. I see you've done sort of similar with yours, Max, as well. There's I find I find the constraints of the uh, originally I loved having that minimal area where I had this single space and I put a masterpiece figure in there. My collection isn't all masterpieces anymore and it's a little bit more complicated than that now. So I'm I'm more interested in a wider display, something that I can actually do something with bots. I don't want to put my bots just on a shelf in a, a straight up, you know, boring pose like this guy has. No, no offense to whoever this guy is. But 
I do want I do want to put up some I do want to put my bots up in some slightly more dynamic poses. I want to put them in some some groupings that make sense to me. Maybe you know putting mm. some putting some fighting teams together like wreckers or something. I, I I want more options and literally every day the question runs through my mind: Should I get a wood textured shelf like this? Should I get a white shelf? Should I have glass shelves? Should I, what color backing should I have? I just, I just, I don't know. I, I haven't seen anything where I can look at it and just go, that's what I'm going to do. That's, that's what I want for this collection. Mm. And it kind of troubles me. I, I feel like I need to spend a lot more time looking at Gumtree, but I feel like if I start doing that, I will, I'll scroll back far enough in Gumtree that I'll be looking at things that were listed about four years ago. And you know, they won't, they won't obviously won't be available anymore, but then if I look at it once, I'm going to get sick and tired of it. And then I won't look at the listings again for months. So maybe if I, maybe I look every four years it'll, it'll make sense. There's just, I I need to make a decision. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, um, like going off what you're saying with your display, um, I mean, Leonard Tanner again had saw those cubes. Oh, had one has got display. some really nice displays now. Yeah, oh, I haven't seen that, but just like showcasing the single figure, not all grouped together like this. Do you know, you know ultimately why I had this... to stop doing it? It's because I've got too many figures. Exactly, <laughs> and that's what happens. Collections, collections grow. What you have on display grows. Um, I don't think going for the, and I'm air quoting here for the audio listeners, DTOF or the Audi DTOF style cabinets is a good way to have your figures. Yes, you can display them, you can lock them behind glass, but you can still only put the one or two bots on each shelf and that's it. Yeah, I, I think um, the depth of the Calax and possibly the depth, depth of the DTOFs is what really stops me from going out and buying a lot of them. I, I think, you know, if there was a half width detail that or half depth, that was uh, the same, same square size and shape, but only, you know, half as deep. So you could maybe spend a little bit more money on getting more of them to line your, your cabinet. Ultimately, I kind of feel like if I'm looking for that, I might actually be looking for something like a Billy bookcase with glass doors on the front. Mm. But you can oh. cheat. You can cheat because I know Dylan, he might not have done it now, but when I was when he was installing those DTOFs and talking to him, he was going to have every second one remove the center glass. So you've got a double DTOF side by side. Yeah, but if you're going to do that, you may as well just buy the double DTOF from Fantastic Furniture. <laughs> yeah. like, it's literally double the price of a DTOF and they've saved you the effort of removing the glass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Max, Max, what 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 have, what have you got on your on your displays there? I know you've got your Calyxes there, but I think that I also saw. Did I also see a, a detail somewhere in there? Uh, yeah, so I've got basically got Calyxes behind me, which I've I've done what you've done, where I've, I've separated it up a bit. So I've taken out one of the panels and used that to get a wider display for the Star Wars Imperial troops. Um. And then right next to me, there's two details, which I just added the other week. And then other than that, I've also got a CD rack going. I've just got a bunch of little mini displays. Little guys in there? Yeah, figures. that's a pretty good idea. I kind of feel like if I had if I had some billies that would uh, I'd have glass doors on, I could actually use the billy CD shelves on the side for smaller bots as well. Maybe I'll do that. I don't know. Yeah, it, it works surprisingly well because I've got, I've got like, uh, you know, little third-party pocket scale figures on one shelf. Got uh, 118th scale Marvel guys on another. Mm. That's a little halo figures below that. Because you can get just sort of little displays going. and It all fits in there really nicely. Yeah. Do you, do you think that you cheap out on the displays or is it that you haven't found the thing that you want to spend a lot of money on yet? Oh, I'll absolutely. Go. Like oh, all these... This, all these displays behind me, those are all secondhand. The only ones I bought brand new are the Detolfs, and those I just got them when they were on sale. You know, I pretty much, from the vast majority of money I spend goes towards figures. All right. And lastly, before we end out the show, 
The Minibots theme continues with new acquisitions and clip show inception. In this case it was DX9 Warren Pocket Dinobots. I just finished collecting the series and we seem to have some issues with uh, paint, chrome and some of the detailing on them. And Jason couldn't remember if it was deja vu or if we already talked about the subject. End of the uh, DX9 Dinobot saga. Uh, last week I talked about Swoop. As I said, this is the one last week sort of the one that's got the chrome with the chrome wings. Uh, he, he now does have the fingerprints on the wings because I've been touching them. But um, fantastic. And then here we got Slag and Snarl. And he's got oh, the nice transparent horns. Oh, um, nice. Yeah. They can do the same as well as talking about Sludge last week. They can really go out and do the wide angle and <laughs> Does that mean you but, can reenact uh, Devastator hitting them? Oh, on, yes. On the yeah. yeah, we talked about this on that episode. I'm going to get some blue tack and uh, make some little eyeballs for the top of Sludge. Stick some googly eyes on him. Because, yeah, same thing there. Like, you can get real, real wide hip. Yeah, nice. Um, <laughs> biggest problem with sla- uh, sl- Snail is, um, and you're not going to be able to see this, but you got the, the yellow gold paint or molding on everything but then these three up here have got like a more mustard color you can notice them i think we were talking about this when we were looking at the mock-ups and the or some of the original photos of these guys like yeah some of the material use is a bit all over the place on them isn't it well jason let's just go back in time and see iron factory iron factory no these are dx9 these are dx9 dinobots i think they look fantastic there looks to be a lot of shared engineering, especially in the legs. Tails and bits will sort of all fold up, legs fold up into the... I mean, you can only really do it so many ways, though. Yeah, we just downscale, upscale. I reckon they, I reckon they do look good. I think Disney Paws is taking about 35 US dollars each. Yeah, I don't think we need to Yeah, you just said 35 and then we were yeah. on. Yeah, that's $11,000 a piece. It, it might be just my monitor. Is that red, awfully pinkish? It is pink, yeah. It is like that. I was just looking at, um, say, Grimlock. Like the, the thing that you're not you're not getting with these versions of these characters is you're not getting the, the sort of the shiny metallic parts, which people oh, love. Yeah. That. People love that metallic finish on Dinobots, and so Grimlock just sort of. I feel like Grimlock loses something without having that uh, that shiny shiny aspect to his chest and all the all the bots' legs and arms and. You're already complaining about the price. Imagine how much it would be if they shined them up. <laughs> oh, even diecast. You can go in and there's no diecast in them whatsoever. You can't, you can't diecast these. But, no, like, but even if they give them a good paint job, then it'll cost Yeah, yeah. More. No, if they, but that's the thing, right? If they give them a good paint job and it costs more, then um, like, I'd probably be happy to pay that thing because they'd look better. But for representations of the G1 characters, these look... They do look great. They, they look spot on. My my only concern with these is that colour of red. If it was a deeper red, I'll I'll be happy to have these for two hundred dollars on my shelf above the the fence toys ones. Mm. Um, no, these look these look great. I'd love, I'd love to see the dime. Is there a dime mode shot, please? Uh, please. There is. That's fine. Please. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'd I'd love the gold to be a chrome gold, not a. Amber got like flat gold. That, that is, they still look great. They all look good. Copy the productions to them. Some might change by release. Sure. <laughs> yeah, and it's just it's just those six plates, like the head, the legs, and the back and the tail and everything is that gold. It's gold plastic. But then just yeah, those those six on there, which become his shoulder pads. No, it's not his legs. And they're just that mustard colour, which is it's just weird they went with that different colour. I don't know why. Don't know how, don't know why. But um What do you know? Two wins, two is four. So, <laughs> yeah, so that that's the Dinobots and it's um it sparked my uh legend scale figures. I've got a heap more coming next week. And the week after, and probably the week after that. <laughs> oh, fantastic! So you, you've, you're getting yourself quite the little collection there. Yeah, and I um I want to get I'm going to take a week or two off work, or a week or two at home to uh, get some stuff done, get some photos done. I'm going to get some photos of these done up during the week, and um they all come with their sword and their gun, but again because these are 
D1 Dinobots from the cartoon. They're staying in dino mode. I'm not even going to put them into uh, robot mode. I want to get some sort of mini arc built and some sort of mini arc playset where all these can come out. Uh, as I said earlier, that Prime... Are you, you going to buy the uh, little uh, Teletrain computer as well? Well, I've got what one. Is what is going on in the background? I was opening something for my acquisition. Oh, oh I get, oh, right, because your, your video is just frozen on you just looking like... Hmm. Being inconspicuous. Yes. Oh, I've, got one of the, I've got one of the paper kit for the Teletran one already with me masterpiece stuff, so I can annoy scale with yeah, them in dino mode. Photocopy it down to 33%. <laughs> yeah, shrink it a bit. <laughs> Well, that's it, guys. A lot of memories there. Looking back over over a year, over nearly two years, uh, getting those 200 episodes together. Massive thank you to everyone who's been listening over the years. Next episode, we'll be recording episode 200. So a big thank you from the past and going into the future. I hope you enjoy what we're doing here, and thanks for listening. If you want to get in touch with us, you can do it multiple ways. You can head over to Facebook, where we are over there, at Australian Transformers Weekly. You can check out transformerscca.com, Podbean, transformersweekly.podbean.com and all the hosts are over in the Transformers Collectors Club of Australia Facebook group where the main discussions of the club are held. If you haven't subscribed, now's the time to do it. We're about to hit episode 200 and you don't want to miss what comes up next. So until next time, I've been Brad. Transform, roll out and we'll see you later.